Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There is plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. Having delayed Lillian without drawing the attention of the mundane security, the crew is feeling on top. But another powerful rift has taken note of their actions and is not willing to negotiate, instead favoring to try to permanently end the Order's involvement with her. Will the crew succeed, or are their plans just going up in smoke in the city that always sleeps? Last time we left off, uh, you guys had successfully gotten into the party. You have determined that a bartender there is rather suspicious. Faye had a great time meeting a new date. Darling got backstage while causing some trouble and is now locked in a room with Lillian. While the bartender is shooting fireballs at Tanner and Seamus. So what I'm saying is you guys will not don't have to worry about facing the danger or doing anything right now because of the distracted tag that Faye gave this person. Okay. Basically, Caitlin negated a surprise round that would have happened to you guys. Or Faye did, rather. Faye, you are shapeshift, so you are able to get in back if you want to help them. If you want to do other stuff, you can stay up front, but that is up to you. Um, What y'all doing? So she just came around the corner and started hucking fireballs, right? Yeah. Didn't say anything, didn't... Nope. Tanner's t- just chucking an axe at her. Like, this is pretty egregious in Tanner's mind. Um, Can you... Th- throw that axe yeah i think that you like misunderstand what happens he grows the axe and then breaks it off of his arm oh like he doesn't use his left arm as an axe yeah he, why like, wouldn't gr- you just use the arm as an axe but okay because he's not left-handed <laughs> i mean you'd become left-handed at that point you know what i mean so no he like grows it and then breaks it off and chops with it all right make me that roll um i'm assuming this This is a hit with all you've got. It is a hit with all I've got, and I am using Axe of the Berserker and Marksman. That seems pretty good. Unless you want to give me Private Detective, because I'm aiming really privately. (laughs) You're aiming in a detective-like fashion, which means to say you're blackout drunk. (laughs) Whoa, that is a 12. Wow, yeah, that will hit. So, with hitting with that, you get to choose two. Uh, Take the cover... Take cover or secure a superior position. If you don't choose this, they can impose a status on you. You get them good, which is plus one damage. You control collateral damage. You hold the target's attention if possible. You gain the upper hand. Take one juice. I'm going to do... I'm sorry. I'm going to do get them good so they take uh, a plus one. And... So are they taking a tier four? Tier three. Status? Tier three. Because he, using... he used three tags. No, I used two. I didn't actually use private oh, detective. Two. Oh, no. I th- okay. I thought you... I thought you had three legitimate tags, and then the fourth one was the nonsense. No, so this will be tier three, and then I think I want to do hold the target's attention. Cool. So yeah, I whip my axe down the hallway, and I imagine it makes like a very solid thump, and then I follow that up by just sprinting and screaming down the hallway towards her. Um. So as you sprint and scream running at her, you do take a couple fireballs to the chest, so make me a face of danger roll as well. Cool. And I'm going to use Giant's Hide and Giant's Hide. (laughs) Well, hey, first roll was really good. Second roll wasn't. That is a seven. (laughs) Okay, so you will take uh, one physical damage for on fire or charred, I guess. Gotcha. All right. Okay, who's next? Who wants to do something? I'm trying to figure out what to do. I'm still holding this door, right? Well, 
You're holding the door, but I mean, you can shoot, and she definitely shot first. I'm worried, though, that uh, loud gunshots backstage here are going to maybe provoke some attention. Well, actually, let can we can we clarify real quick? Right now, nobody is looking for Lillian backstage, correct? Correct. Okay, so we've at least kept people away from that right now. And the mist would help people, like, stay away from the area if we're already starting to use fireballs and magic, right? Yes. So I don't think we really have to worry about you shooting a gun per se. Yeah, I suppose I'll 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 try to try to shoot her while also trying to hold this door. Does that does that affect anything? I mean, if you want, I can say that you're being overconfident thinking that you can hold a door and shoot a gun at the same accurately at the same time. That absolutely sounds like something that this is. I mean, you can always stop holding the door. No, but but he he'll take a minus 1, but he gets the level stuff I'll get up. the attention. Oh, I see. So he could stop holding the door. That is a fair thing that he could do, but he wants the attention. Oh, okay, okay. What else are you using to shoot? Uh, it would be... Yeah, I think it would be my... Uh, the Grandfather's Colt 45 and the Quick Reload mod. Okay. And then, and then I mean, Predict Foe's move as well. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So you're about a plus two. Oh, good. <laughs> that's a seven, barely. And that would have been a go toe-to-toe, I think. Is that what that was? Hit with all you got. Oh, okay. Because you're not like trying. You're not trying to oppose her. Okay. Go toe to toe is if you're trying to hold the door versus. Gotcha. What's her face? Uh, I think I will. Um, what do you spend juice on again? We don't really ever do that. Uh, you can use it to burn tags. You can use it to create tags, like for other people to use. So, like, if you can make something about in the the environment for people to use, you can give or reduce a status on someone. Um, and then if you use more juice, like two juice, you can scale up effects, prolong effects, hide effects. Yeah, I think I'll take a juice. Cool. So you unload your clip into her, glancing her a couple times, and she's looking pretty rough right now. Um, she is still standing. She's not. She does not look happy. Um, and make me a face the danger roll as the fire that has been launched on the hall is starting to catch around you, and you're trying to dodge that while handling everything else. I'll do, can take a pounding, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. <laughs> and can I use danger sense? Sure. Okay. Wow, that is uh, 13. <laughs> yes, you are easily able to see, like, you know, it's a slow moving fire. You can easily get out of the way without too much issue and still hold the door. You know, you're able to stomp out the stuff that's coming closer, though it does seem to be a little bit more magical than normal fire, you know. Come on, Tanner, it's easy to dodge those fireballs. What are you doing? <laughs> you just jump over them, go run and grab an axe, yeah. cut the bridge. <laughs> uh, darling, what are you doing? I'm guessing we can probably hear them outside the door, right? You definitely can. Okay. Well, a gun just went off <laughs> outside the door, so yes, you can hear them. And Tanner screaming, apparently. <laughs> so Darling is gonna, like, jerk her thumb towards the door. I mean, I gave you one last chance, but that's my crew out there, and um, I'm not afraid to throw the first punch. And uh, she is going to call on her God's Favor power... And so instead of getting an axe, uh, she ends up getting real buff, and she's going <laughs> to punch uh, Lillian. All right. I, sorry, I just have to, I just have to, think, I just have to like, lay out this image. So we have this four foot 11 jazz singer that just got swole. <laughs> yeah. She didn't grow any taller. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to use uh, God's favor. And could I argue, because this is my rival, uh, I want to get to the top? 
Mm, I don't think so. Because <laughs> I really want to beat her up. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I thought that would be a funny one, but okay. I, I think it is funny. I don't think it, I don't think the reason you're beating her up is to get to the top, though. That is a thirteen. Yeah, you didn't even need it. <laughs> no, I am going to uh, get her good. All right. And hmm, I'm trying to decide between you control the collateral damage or you gain the upper hand. I mean, if you gain the upper hand, you can start burning tags. Do I start burning tags with that? Oh, uh, you can use it to burn tags, which gives you an automatic ten on things. Oh, that because you take a a spare juice. Uh, yeah, I'll gain I'll gain the upper hand with that then. Okay, so you just clock her right in the face. And she stumbles back for a second. Which was unexpected for both of them, right? Yeah, because they were just talking. Well, I think Darling initially, like, like she definitely thought she, like an axe was going to phase into her hand and she was going to go at her, which is also kind of bad. But <laughs> so maybe it's good it was a punch instead. I think it's you're like trying to like pistol whip her essentially yeah. with like the flat of it. Yeah. yeah. And so it is. Yeah, it definitely like it's kind of the same follow through. So it, it, it she's probably just like a little off kilter from that. So you knock her back onto, like, she, like, falls back into, like, one of the table's vanities behind her, knocking some stuff to the floor. And then she starts singing. So make me a face the danger roll to negate this charm. Okay. I'm guessing there's really nothing that I can use tag-wise. Well, let me look real quick. Especially because there's only two of us. The only thing I could think of is because I punched her, use, like, control the will of others. Yeah, but she's also confident in herself, so... Yes. Yeah, you might just be doing a flat roll to resist this. I think think. I'm doing a flat roll, yeah. Okay, Uh, that is a nine. All right, so you take a level two status of Charmed. Okay. As you start to think, why am I punching my friend? Is it possible that I also recognize what's happening, though? Yeah, yeah, you're you're still fighting against it. You you aren't aren't D&D Charmed. You're just, like, having conflicting thoughts. Similar to what you had when you drank the martini. Okay. But it feels much stronger. Yeah. And it's echoing in your head like more. And as 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 unforeign as the other thoughts felt, these feel even less foreign. They feel like your thoughts, they just feel like they're betraying you. So Faye. So Faye is going to come around the corner, staying looking like bartender, just so that she doesn't reveal her identity. And I, you said that the evil bartender is looking rough, right? Yes. Okay. She's been beat up quite a bit. Okay. I think Faye is going to try to come up behind her and like pistol whip her with her new tiny purse gun. Okay. Just because she doesn't want to kill her outright if we don't have to right now. Okay. What tags are you using, Faye? Can I do good team player? Yes. Okay. That's the most reasonable. Otherwise, I could do driven. But I think you'll say no to that. (laughs) I am definitely saying no to Driven. Okay. Oh, good. That's a six. Okay. Nine. Total? Yep. All right. So you can, you're currently inflicting a level one status. Can I use juice to amp that up? You don't have any, do you have any juice? I thought juice generated for everybody. It was like a pool. Um, I think we've been playing like that. If. I thought it was like collaborative juice. What I'm going to say, since we haven't talked, we haven't really done it yet. If someone is willing to give you their juice, you can take it. Okay. So you can't just like take Mandy's juice from her if she I wants see. to use it. But if someone is willing to put it in the collaborative pile, like collaboration in whatchamacallit and Outlaws Wanted, then you can use it. Okay. I would suspect that would probably be Tanner or Seamus because... Also, what are you using all... juice for? To level up 
the her damage. That's not how that works. Oh, okay. So juice is if you the use for juice juice, to your roll. Yeah, juice is for your roll if you want to make it a ten before you roll. I see. Okay. So, like, the way juice works is if you burn, you can. It allows you to burn a tag. It basically allows you to go ham. Okay. You still will take subtraction. So, like Mandy, if she burns a uses a juice to burn and get a ten, she'll still take the subtraction from being charmed right now. Okay. The other things you can use juice for are to make status attacks, statuses on people or on the environment that you guys can invoke to do stuff. Okay. So right now you're, but you hit with all you got to try to knock yeah. her out. Yeah. You're currently doing a status of one. You can bump that up to a two if you wanted. You could not get hit in return. You can control collateral damage. You can hold her attention or you can take a juice. Okay. I want to bump that up to a two. I briefly just looked through the juice section. I didn't read it in detail, but just, just looking through it, it does sound like juice is per person because it relies on what you did to generate it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, I, I generated it by um, by my attack, although it does also say, like, juice expires pretty quickly if it's not used. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm cool with house ruling it if you want to share it. Like, if it's, like, reasonable. Like, so, for example, like, no one could take Mandy's juice right now because Mandy generating juice is in, in isolation. Yeah. Right. Where you could take Seamus's because, like... But because I, like, I didn't necessarily take her attention, but she's definitely not focused on behind <gasps> her at the moment. Basically, Seamus has given you an opening where you could spend the time to burn a tag, is what I would say. Got However, it. you still have to ask the player Vinny if you can use it okay I think I'm just gonna level it up to a two a second level a second tier status is that okay yes okay that's what I do yeah and it also says you can't you can't bank juice like you can't take two different sources of juice and add them together because it's it's all it's all reliant on the on like the the method that was used to generate it she is going to like you like you aim to like hit her right in the back of the head, but like she takes a step forward right as you swing, so you hit a like a little lower than you were meeting and glance off her shoulder, and she immediately turns with fire in her hand to punch you in the face. <laughs> okay. Uh make a face of danger roll for me, Faye. Can I do shape shift out of harm's way? You can, but you're also I'm gonna ask to invoke your tag of other magicians. Yep. Since you are actively going, trying to punch it out with another magician. <laughs> Wizard fight! Ten. Even with the yep. zero? You definitely you definitely avoid the strike. You just like duck right under it. Um, mark one attention on Sorceress Supreme as well for All right. dealing with your weakness. We are back to the top of the round. Who would like to do something? Um, I have something I want to do, but it's a little dramatic, and I need to make sure I understand. So... I kind of want to do, I don't know if it's stop holding back. I think it kind of is. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. There's stop holding back and there's also a thing where you can just burn a tag or mark a crack on something to get an automatic 10. No, you. so you can, burning a tag means you can't use that tag until you recharge it. Okay, and that just gets you an automatic 10. Right, and you'd have to use Seamus's juice. Oh, and I would have to use juice to do that. Yes. Okay. If you stop holding back, you do something a little bit more crazy. Um, you don't have to use any juice or anything. Okay, but you're still rolling. You're still rolling. And you roll gotcha. You roll plus logos. When you say roll plus logos, would that be roll plus two? Mm-hmm. Right now, everyone's at roll plus two for that. Okay, gotcha. Well, what I want to do is basically, like, right as I run up and get to her, I'm, like, not going to take the axe back. I just want to grab her and, like, throw her against a wall and just, like... At this point, like, he's kind of seeing red. Like, this is the first time in a long time that someone's just, like, with no prompting, just started trying to, like, hurt him and his friends. 
which is pretty egregious in Tanner's mind. So what I kind of want to do is use hypnotizing eyes and brawl like a Norse god and stare into our eyes and go, you are the injustice that plagues this city. As Tanner's just like, at this point, like lost all composure is just punching. So if you'll let me use hypnotizing eyes and two power tags, then it's just hit with all you've got. I am cool with that because it doesn't seem like it's anything that you haven't done before. Just not together. Okay, cool. Um, I am. Are you trying to kill her or no? I don't know if I'll be able to do enough damage to kill her. Is Tanner's intent to kill her? Tanner does not have intent. Does that make sense? Like, I'm kind of playing into the fact that, like, my weakness here is this was really bad what she just did, and Tanner does not have composure with that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to invoke your weakness tag then. Um, Yeah, I guess I'm sort of invoking it in the way that I'm playing this. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, he is being lethal when he could not be, and he is being lethal. Right. The negative one would come in if you were, like, being non-lethal. Trying to not be lethal. Right. He's not doing that. Right. You are specifically not doing that, so you are are fine to use what you are doing. You're good to go. Roll me them dice. Um, Okay, so I rolled a nine, and I'm going to just do more damage. Okay, that's a level three status. Okay, as you just start punching her, you see, like, her become knocked out as you just keep punching and punching and punching as she is just limply being held against the wall. Uh, Tanner, Tanner, I think you can stop now. I think I think you knocked her out. Tanner's, like, not responding. Tanner! Tanner. Well, while you guys figure out what you want to do with Tanner, darling, what are you doing? So, I think I am going to go ahead and use that juice then, um to automatically get a 10 on hitting her one more time. Okay, so the w- the way this will work, since we haven't done this before, is that it will mean you can't use God's favor then anymore until you take time to recharge it, which will most likely be during the montage. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Additionally, because she has you charmed, you will still take the minus two there, so you will be at an eight, but you'll still be hitting her heart. You, you get a power three hit on her. This won't necessarily change anything, but I want this for a narrative. Can I say I'm using the I want to get to the top because, like, I recognize that she's charming me. That is my thing. And, like, like I just want to, like, narratively up it that, like, I am more wanting to beat her. Yes, I, I am cool with the narrative of... You're not pulling punches because you're friends <laughs> yeah or we're friends no yeah okay so uh you had to pick one of the things you said do you want to up the damage yeah the whatever the get em good is which i think is up the damage yeah in a fashion not dissimilar to what tanner just did in the hallway you pin lily into the wall and just keep socking her in the face until she falls limp unlike tanner you are able to rein yourself in after that as you as she is lying there out cold on the floor yeah as soon as she kind of realizes what happened the god's favor power just completely vanishes i think yeah in a way that would be scary to anyone who was not there you got you like a red aura formed around you as you started punching her and then immediately was all gone and you were back to tiny small little darling yeah um and then she's gonna like go over to the door and start like hitting it to let them know like somebody out there has to open it up i was gonna immediately go over to tanner and try to like snap him out of it which i which would then open the door and then it shouldn't be held anymore like it you should just be able to open it at that point okay so she goes and she slaps it thinking someone's still holding it and then like tries it and i was like oh good 
So yeah, I'm, I run over to Tanner and like grab him by the shoulders and try to try to snap him out of killing this person immediately. I would say that works, but there is like the one more, like the first time you like grab him and pull him away, he does just like swing wildly at you yep. before he like kind of gets a hold of himself. I mean, if you guys want to make a go toe to toe roll to see, you can also do that. It's up to you if you want to make me do that. I'm fine with not like that is okay. kind of what I would imagine happening in the scene. Okay, no, that's fine. I, I kind of imagine that this has happened before and Seamus kind of knows how to do- dodge, dive, dip, duck, and dodge to avoid <laughs> to avoid Rage Tanner's attacks. I think Faye's going to crouch down and make sure that the, see if the woman's still alive. Uh, she is still alive, but she looks very in very bad shape. Okay. She has been shot. She has had an axe thrown into her. She has been hit by a pistol, and then she had... <laughs> Someone go full maniac beating her in. She is very, very bloodied. Okay. I think Faye is going to take off um, like an apron thing or like a rag or whatever and try to staunch the gunshot wound. Okay. I mean, she's not she's not going to bleed out on the floor. Like, she's just very messed up. Like, she probably needs to go to a hospital. Uh, not to break up the party or anything, but... I, if this woman is going to live, she'll need some medical attention. Oh, I wondered if that was you, uh, Faye. I thought it was strange that a random bartender would come pistol whip this this lady, but good to see you. You're able to join us. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yes. Um, so we can take her back to the uh, Mystical Grove and put her in holding. <laughs> Do we have, like, jails there? I, this is more of a mechanic. I just yeah. Don't- so we out of, out of game. We determined that we have a temporary holding location for riffs, and that Sylvia can develop like a suppressant to their powers, but that has to be created individually, and it takes time. Okay. So they are in Rift Jail essentially for a while and it kind of depends just on how long it takes sylvia to figure out how to suppress their powers but it's not like a forever thing yeah the suppressant is from what you guys have seen or understand is a forever thing it's permanently suppresses their powers right but the j we don't have just like infinite holding right so technically they're still considered a rift they still understand everything but they just have zero magic powers so uh, do we take uh both of them back then I would assume so. I mean, uh, Lillian is, uh, someone could come and get her um, because I can't pick her up, uh, but she is uh, also out. Well, we can put him in the back of the vegetable truck. That was actually going to be my suggestion. How are we How are we going to get them all the way down there without anyone seeing us carrying two unconscious people that one of which has gunshot wounds? Can I, I would have to be carrying them probably. Because I could, like, if I were carrying them, I could shapeshift into something else. But I don't know how long I could carry them for. Um, well, Seamus, you got a map of the house, didn't you? Like, can we figure out a way to get out of here without hitting up at where any of the security is? Is the noise alerted, people? This has all happened very fast. You guys took her out, them both out in two rounds. Okay. So you guys don't have, you don't have a lot I was wondering if the noise had alerted people, if there was, like, commotion. <laughs> Or we gotta find that out pretty soon. I mean, you're on a clock. Okay. You know, maybe you guys start running and make a sneak check, or maybe you guys sit here and talk and figure out what you're doing. Can I run out and get a like a serving cart that we could put them on underneath with the table? You know, where you the people hide underneath with the tablecloths. You know, 
Because I still look like a bartender. Yes. So as you start heading out back to the thing, you like turn the corner, like you guys are like in a back hallway. You turn a couple of corners and you see like a mob of people who look kind of brainwashed heading your direction. Oh, okay. Well, that's not great. Who who all, who all went with? I, I don't think I went far. I think I just Oh, walked. okay. Just as you... Turn to go out towards the corner, and then saw people coming. Yeah, you are far enough away that you still have time to run. You're, but you like they are quickly closing the gap. They are not sprinting, but there is a group of people coming your way. Um, no time for stealth. I think it's time to go. Yeah, I think I agree. I think uh, Faye and Darling like both grab Lillian, and then maybe Seamus and Tanner both grab the bartender. Yeah, and we start hoofing it. And we're just going. <laughs> Make me a sneak around check, everyone. And whatever tags you think are relevant, everyone can have a free plus one since if since Seamus knows where the patrols are. Okay, I was going to ask about that. Can I do shape-shifting because I still look like a... Yes. Okay. How about good team player? Sure. Okay. I'm going to do private detective. I got seven. Um, can we use our group tag of can get anywhere? I'll let one of you use it. Well, I already have a seven, so that's only going to get me to an eight. So someone else can have it. I have, I have a seven. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna use my danger sense to try to like feel when people are like coming around the corner or something to try to avoid them. Go down a different hallway. I got a nine, so I could use a plus one. I also got a seven. All right, so you guys are able to escape this place. Um, you are not unseen, but you move fast enough that you are not stopped in any capacity. Woo, sevens. You guys hop into the vegetable truck and drive off to the mythical grove taking a more ra- a quick but roundabout way you know like you're not going directly there can i can i hang on one second so i i guess this is like maybe a conversation to have maybe with you and also then with the party you said that there were like zombies chasing us basically right Yes. Like a horde of mind-controlled people? Yes. Does that imply that someone else was doing the mind-controlling aside from the two people that we subdued? Lillian or just started to sing. They, they, they drank the... They, they've been drinking the alcohol. Right. I thought that someone else had to be singing, though, to make that work. She did sing. Oh, that's true. We didn't stop her from singing at all. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We just didn't realize her range. Oh, okay. That. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That mics weren't really an issue for her. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just didn't know if there, we were, like, driving away from a house where there was, like, the actual bad guys sitting someplace. Right. <laughs> just I was like, wait. <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm good. I'm good. So... For the sake of it, you guys drive to the Mythical Grove and you are not followed. Like, you could take a little bit round and about. You guys are worried about it, but you also kind of remember the Mythical Grove is kind of like a a neutral zone. And we have people bleeding out in our van. (laughs) Right. Well, I meant more like you, you guys hurry there and you're like... Worried about being found, but you remember it's kind of a neutral zone, so you're probably yeah. safer there than just driving around all night from these yes. mind-controlled people. Mm-hmm. And their orders might not be necessarily able to be followed if they lose track of you. Uh, like as we're as we're driving driving back, so it seems that we've uh, stopped the potentially stopped the crime sprees that have been going on. It seems like this is our we got our clear culprits here. But what I don't what I don't understand is why. Well, that's one thing that I'm hoping to find out a little bit more about once one or both of them are able to talk again well and we did see um oh gosh what is her name lucia yeah we did see lucia and she didn't want us to be investigating this so i'm sure she's involved unfortunately i think we got employees you know we haven't gotten to management yet 
What I'm wondering is if the name that Lennox gave us is going to be the same name that they give us. Oh. The Mr. Mueller? Yeah. I think if Lucy is involved, it seems like maybe, but it could be a rival, too. I guess we'll find out. I'm also wondering if maybe he's using different names, and so I just want to see... That's true, too. Yeah, I just want to see if it matches up at all. I think we cut to... You guys drive to the Mythical Grove. Sylvia and uh, Lennox Willis are able to patch up... Mostly Lennox Willis is able to patch up the people who are there. He has done some of this before. The bartender is still out, and she will take many, many days to recover after what happened. Can I just say we made a great choice bringing Lennox Willis back into the fold, though? (laughs) So, as you guys leave Martha and Lillian at the Mystical Grove, you all begin to head your separate ways. Does anyone want to do anything? Tanner is going to go and return the truck. So he just kind of makes his way outside and starts clambering in. Getting ready to, I guess, return it to whatever sketchy friend he rented it from. Do you still have the prosthetic arm on? Uh, no, that was ditched a long time ago. I mean, I sprouted a bone axe out of that arm, so... Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, Darling is going to uh, offer to go with him and follow him to the truck. So she gets in the passenger's side. I feel uh- like Tanner would definitely go around and open the door for her. Like, when you offered, he would, like, kind of scurry around quickly and make sure to open the door. So then as soon as you get in the truck, I think Darling's looking at you, like, a little warily. Um, Tanner, are are you okay? Um, well, I'm slightly burnt and slightly burnt, so, yeah, all things considered, pretty alright. Well, I mean, like, that girl was pretty beat up are you i don't know safe to approach oh well that seems like a fair question yes i am safe to approach um so you know how you said with gideon how you're kind of like drawn to that person like kind of inexorably like not at your own will but just because that is how your powers manifest in some ways. Yes? Well, my powers manifest in a way that means when someone throws a fireball at me, I tend to go off the rails more than is strictly appropriate. (laughs) Tanner, I've seen you rage before. I'm not... I've seen it. I know you do it. I mean, like, I'm asking if you're rage has completely subsided um yeah i mean i would say i mean it feels like harsh to put it this way but maybe it's an appropriate comparison do you think that your like powers of seduction have completely subsided or is that just kind of like a constant burn for you Tanner, I'm just trying to ask if you're okay. Well, n- no, my point is that, like, it's always, a, it's near the surface, but not there right now. And I mean, all things being fair, I apologize, I am a little bit defensive about it. It's not something I necessarily like. Uh, Darling scoots, uh, like, over, like, closer to you, and, uh, she puts a hand on your leg. I get it, but, uh, you don't have to worry about that. No, I appreciate it. But anyway, I mean, how are you? I mean, 
I know I said I would give you distance, he says kind of like pointedly gesturing at you sitting near him, but how are things with Gideon? I mean, I kicked him out of my apartment last night, so good in the sense that hopefully he's not coming back? I mean, it feels just tactlessly self-serving to say that I agree with that, but being tactlessly self-serving, I hope he's gone too. But are you alright with that? Like, did it go okay? As well as anything like that can, but I'm I'm definitely happy that he's, or not happy, relieved that he's not there. And I'm, like I said, I'm hoping he doesn't come back. Are you relieved enough that you might want to celebrate? I guess, what do you mean by celebrate? Well, alright, so I asked Faye for advice on wine, and I managed to procure a bottle that she says is floral and will taste like you. I don't know if that's a good thing, but it seems like the appropriate time. None of us died, we kind of saved the city, I didn't totally accidentally kill somebody, you've broken up with Gideon, I'm feeling like this is the moment. I mean, I'm not going to say no to bringing you back to my place and opening up a bottle of wine and seeing where the rest of the night takes us. Perfect. Hopefully returning this car doesn't take very long. It takes all night. (laughs) (laughs) Tanner drives as fast as he can. He just parks it in the parking lot, leaves the keys, and they are off. (laughs) Um, So you are not allowed to see Lillian for a couple days until Sylvia is able to make a um, uh, suppressant for her. So eventually Sylvia says you can go in. As a note, using your rift powers on persons who have had a suppressant on them will give you a minus one. In addition to like all your pluses and stuff, because like it is like a null spot for magic. Okay. They it are ne- in- it doesn't necessarily nullify our magic, it just makes it, it harder to use. Yeah. Right. You guys aren't gonna take punishments, like it's not like you're in the presence of another magician may Fay, not May. Right, yeah. Faye. But it, it, it is like oh like an anti-magic field that is surrounding them, so like magic to affect their moods and stuff will be a little bit harder if you're trying to manipulate them through your magical means. Okay. Are you all gonna be there or uh yeah, I mean I wanna be. I think so. I think I wanna be there, but I'm okay with Darling leaving. You get the... a call a couple of days later, it's Sunday afternoon, you're brought in and you are told that you are allowed to interrogate her, and then you will report what you find to Idris. You know, he's a busy man. So for the first time probably ever, you guys are led back into the back area of the mystical grove, which is weird where there's, there seems to be a lot of different hallways going to a lot of different places, and it seems very maze-like and confusing. Um, Sylvia leads you back into what is an interrogation room. It looks very standard. Lillian is not chained up, but she doesn't look like she can escape this room very easily. And with the four of you in there, Sylvia closes the door, unworried that you guys can handle yourselves. Are you feeling better, Lillian? As a matter of fact, I'm not. Oh, I feel so terrible for that. Oh, wait, no, opposite of that. I don't feel bad about that. What do you want? Let's make this quick. I didn't think my day could get any worse, but you know... Now Darling's here to just come and gloat about how she's better at everything than me. I mean, I'm not going to tell you that I didn't give you a chance to get out of this, but really, what we want to know is who hired you. <sighs> there, there were a couple of men that both went by the name of Mr. Mueller, 
who said that they would help me get to the top and complete all of my dreams. And all I had to do was help them with a few jobs. I would get some extra boons to help me, which ended up being magic to charm people, as I'm sure you figured out by now. And they said just they'll give me a few orders that and then I will be able to rise to the top of the field of jazz singers, which I was doing quite well until you guys had to come and ruin my gig. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. You should be. What jobs do they have you do, Lillian? Standard crime stuff, I guess. Rob banks, get Tommy guns, rough off some people who were marked. Closing in on their territory, I guess. I assume. I don't know. I didn't ask. You roughed up people? No, I had other... Were you not paying attention? I charmed people to do this. Well, I did. And you had no qualms about doing any of this stuff? That's not to say illegal. That's kind of goes without saying. But very dangerous. Like, very unethical, it, to, if anything. Have any of them been prosecuted? She... You look at her face and she has no idea, like... It's not that she cares, it's just throwing out arguments to put you guys off your footing. So your contention here is since no one has been tried with a crime, that you haven't done anything wrong. I did what I had to to get ahead. Cool, you scrape the bare bottom of bad morality. Awesome. You're just really bottom of the barrel reasoning there. No, I mean, that's admirable. Did you say there were two Mr. Mueller's? Yes, there were two gentlemen there. They both called themselves Mr. Mueller. That's how they introduced themselves, yes. Were they identical? No, they were not identical. Did they look similar? I mean, I don't know. Like, it was months ago. I've met them once. Yeah, it's just weird. Are they siblings or... I don't know. Anybody else? You're the detective. Figure it out. <laughs> Did they have a woman with them? I describe Lucia. <laughs> I mean, yes, I've, I've met Lucia. I, I'm assuming you used the name. Yes. I wasn't going to. I was just going okay. to describe her. Yes, there was a woman there. I think her name was, like, Lucia or something. She seems to be like their right-hand man or woman, as the case may be. She, at the beginning, she was checking in on me every so often. But then as the months went on, I would just receive coded messages about what people needed to do. Was Lucia the one who was originally giving you all of your uh, targets? Yes. What's, what's their big play? Are they just trying to get ahead in the bootlegging game and make money? I mean... I don't know. As far as I know, their big game was to rob a couple banks, rough up a few people, and run alcohol. They didn't tell me why. They just told me what. Seems like a heavy-handed way to go about it if that's their only objective. Why were you at the Kinley Ball, Lillian? Why don't you ask your friend if she would kill someone to be at the Kinley Ball? Metaphorically. Well, I mean... I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you seem to have no qualms beating my friend to a pulp. No, I don't. You'll notice she's alive. And also, she threw fireballs at us first, so self-defense? What I want to know, Lillian, is why why were you, with a mind-controlling voice, at the Kinley Ball to presumably mind-control people? What's the play there? I can mind control people like there's a lot of people high up in the government there. There's a lot of wealthy people there. There's a lot of important people there. I mean, the effects don't last, though, do they? How long? They last long enough to get some important documents and stuff signed. As far as I understand, no one had lasting effects after about six to 12 hours. Got it. But, you know, I didn't sit here with a stopwatch and tell someone to walk around me in circles until they until it wore off. But there's a lot you can do in six hours. So what about your uh, fireball-wielding bartender friend? What's your connection 
to her. I mean, she's only my best friend and was protecting me after you guys trapped me in a room with this piece of crap. So was she in this before you? Did you get into this gig together? Um, make a convince roll, I think I want to say. Uh, can I use, won't take no for an answer. Yes, you can. Hey, that's a 13. She joined to protect me. We got in at the same time and she was going to be my bodyguard. And that's why I brought her along every time I got a new job promotion. I made sure she got hired with me so that I'd always have someone keeping an eye on me. Mr. Mueller's thought that this was a good plan to have someone there to keep me protected because my powers, while useful, don't really do much in a fight. So who was making the rose water? That would have been Martha, my friend. And then it helped amplify the effects of what I was doing. So she can make magical mind-controlling water and throw fireballs? That's a very it's a very unique combination of powers. What do you want me to say? I don't know how this magic crap works. She charms people and turned into a freaking Hulk in the room. And that's not mismatched, but making rose water and fireballs is mis- mismatched. Uh, darling shrugs. Lillian, how did you find out that you had powers? They gave them to me. Yeah, what... How did they give them to you? They put their hand on my shoulder, and then I felt something awaken inside of me. I think we've sort of gotten this impression before, out of game. I don't remember, so I was wanted to make sure we got that. Yeah, I, th- I think the same thing happened to Lennox, right? That's how he awoke, was they awoke him. That Yeah, that sounds right. Well, anyone got anything else for her? No, I think I'm good. Well, good riddance. Darling heads over to the door. I don't know if I'll see you back at the chatterbox. I'm gonna guess you're probably gonna uh, lose a little bit of your progress here, so good luck. (laughs) If looks could kill. Across town and away from our crew, there is a knock on the door to the office of Mr. Mueller. He beckons them to come in, and before him stands Lucia. I'm sorry, boss, it seems that these order people are being more intrusive than we would have hoped. They have eliminated Lillian and Martha with their nullifying magic. Hmm, that seems unfortunate. I would agree, but if you are able to use your powers, I think Martha would be a good asset to the team. She is not as much of a pistol as Lillian is, and her powers seem to be useful, and she has a bone to pick with the Order. That seems like a good idea. Show her in. And out from behind Lucia steps Martha. She walks over to the desk that Mr. Mueller is sitting behind. He gently places her hands on her temples, and you see a flicker of green flame spark on her fingers. Hey, Wanderers! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you want to hear more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network, and you can follow us on Twitter at the WGN Podcast. 
We're also on Facebook and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by Caitlin Balgaman, who voices Faye in this podcast. All other music is openly licensed or in the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it is the gods who envy us.